What's up, everybody? This is Carleon Wilson. I'm coming to you live. Well, actually, not live. This is recorded um, for the Hyphen Podcast. And today we're going to do an interview. Uh, one thing you'll notice right off the bat is that I do not have my partner in crime with me today. Logan uh, is not here. <clears throat> but the show has to go on. So uh, we we wish him... Well, well, let me stop. It's not like he's dead or anything or he's not not here with us any longer um he has a <laughs> a youth service to us in the night so he's there doing that and i'm doing the the interview tonight and i'm actually doing it with mike garcia uh i actually haven't known you that long well i've seen you but i haven't like you know we we, we actually met probably what a few months ago yeah yeah absolutely. probably what hyc or something like that uh, or maybe what do you think a little bit after that i think the relaunch Relaunch. The hyphen relaunch is where you met. So yeah, just in just in January. Yep, that's right. Um, Mike, uh, we're gonna do an interview today. We're gonna have some questions for you, have a little conversation, you know, sort of get your input about, you know, well obviously, you know, who you are, what you do for hyphen. And then we're gonna talk a little bit about, you know, your vision, goal for hyphen, some of the things that you see, some of the changes that you've seen, you know, coming into hyphen and things like that. So why don't we go ahead and get started with the first question? Why don't you tell us about you? <laughs> where, like where you're from, what church you go to, that sort of thing. And go ahead and get, get a little closer to the mic. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the toughest questions, right? Tell me about yourself and you got to make it sound sound good and interesting. And interesting, but <laughs> yeah. You have to be interesting. Right, right. So I hail from Chula Vista, California. Um, not originally from. I was actually born in um, Los Angeles. Um, migrated to Chula Vista as a kid. Um, growing up there, been in uh, been in church at Southie Pentecostal since I was um, since I was ten. So that's really the only kind of um, church that I've known my whole life. Um, Who, who's the pastor at Southie? Uh, my pastor is um, Art Hodges, Art Hodges, Bishop Art Hodges to some, right, Pastor right. Art Hodges to to me. Um, so yeah, that's where I've been going. Been my little pastor for my, my whole life since I was ten. Um, so that's where I hail from, Chula Vista, California, South Bay Pentecostal, corner of Fourth and D. Cool. Uh, Services I've, every Sunday at nine thirty a.m. <laughs> Look, we we like to do a little promotion, so that's okay. <laughs> Free promotion at first, and then after a few, we start we start charging. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna ask because everyone knows I'm still relatively new to California. I've been here for four years. But I'm relatively new to like all of the sectional and, and district stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I think I've been to your church one time or maybe twice. There was a Bible quizzing tournament there. And I think my dad visited there for something and I came along with him. Uh-huh. Really nice. Is it the church where it's like two stories in like one area? Yeah, we do. We have an awesome balcony there in our church. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yes, that's that. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that's my church. And that's where all the classrooms are. Or whatever, right? There's classrooms up there, yeah. There, there's okay. different. It's, it's a beautiful church. We actually been there since like I think 1985. Wow. Uh, so we've been there a while. It's been a been a good church. Um, but also plug, and I would probably get um, in trouble um, for not saying this, but I am married um, to my lovely wife Rachel. Um, we just had our fourth anniversary. Um, I actually stole her away from the LA area. Um, nice. So we're married, been nice. married four years, and we also have a two-year-old daughter, Olive. So they okay. They, I did not know that. Yeah, that's dope. 
Yeah, I've never I've never seen your daughter. <laughs> She's beautiful. So if you want to, um, any oh, of you man. guys want to just go ahead and creep on my Facebook page, you'll probably see several pictures of my beautiful daughter. So two yeah, years old. Oh man, isn't that like, what do they call that age? Terrible twos. Is she gotten to that point yet or? No, no, she's actually a pretty, pretty good baby. People say she's a good baby. So I, I, nice. if she's good, then I don't know what a b- bad baby is. If people right, right. That. So you got to really hook this up with, with. Oh all man, she's see, cool. I, I wish I could say that, you know, that's how my life is going to turn out with being blessed with the, you know, chill baby. But there's just, you know, after a while, you just get a sort of sense like, things may not go the way you plan it. Yeah. So I definitely know my kids are going to be wild. If I, I mean, not if, but when I do have kids, they're definitely going to be wild. Yeah. Um, oh man, that's awesome! I did not know that. Dope. Um, and so, what do you, or do you have an official title with the the SoCal Hyphen Team? I do. I am the the sectional uh, representative for um, for SoCal Hyphen. I serve with uh, Sister Tori Reyes and the rest of the awesome team. I believe there's seven, eight, nine of us <laughs> who who lead up Hyphen Ministries, and I lead the San Diego section. And is that what what section is that? Is like no, number one section one. in every way. Okay. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's whoa. Let's, yeah. let's back it up there. <laughs> okay. So section one. Um. What are, I I I don't remember. What are the major churches in in section one? Because I don't. I have no idea. Uh, well, all the churches are major. But if you're no looking, no, no I, <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. But um, if you're looking for some other uh, section one that includes uh, my church, uh, Salve Pentecost. So there's the anchor, um, where Sister Tori, um, hails from in um in um escondido there is brother sergeant's church uh north point uh, imperial beach brother nelson rivera's church uh, upper room uh Al Cajon, um life church um there is uh brother mike gonzalez that's uh plymouth church down in the north park area um we have um oceanside um okay okay church there um so yeah there's actually quite a quite a few churches oh man that's the awesome. ones off the top of my head um, I know we sort of have some more stuff to go over, but I was kind of wondering. So, being the the sectional, you know, representative, um, what does that? What are the duties? You know, what are the what are the things that you do? Because I, to be honest, I see you doing a lot of stuff, like almost <laughs> everything. Uh, the first time I helped out, like, um, I like kind of saw like you were doing a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. from tickets to manning the door all that stuff yeah, so yeah. like what 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 is the actual duties of someone who's a sectional representative i do i think i love that the aspect that you mentioned that i love being a utility player all right that's just kind of my role i think everywhere kind of i go i just like being that utility player being able to do a little bit of everything um, but that official role um for um sectional uh, leadership it is it really has to do with um planning events making connections and, and providing resources um, for other churches in in the section. Um, if there's questions about events, you um, you help them plan one. If they want to um, start a, a hyphen Bible study, you, you provide direction on that. Um, again, you make connections between um, other, other young adults, other young adult leaders, mm-hmm. um, to make sure they're kind of encouraging each other. Um, I'll probably get more into this later, but um, hyphen ministry probably isn't the easiest uh, ministry out there. Um, there's there's definite challenges, and having those connections and relying Definitely. on each other is is valuable. And also, too, just providing resources. So you get that phone call, um, hey, I got this idea, what do you think about this? Or do you know what I, I think or what you think about you know teaching this in their hyphen Sunday school? So yeah, just being that resources, uh, that resource for um, other local 
And these are coming from mostly from the hyphen leaders at those church, or do you get questions from the hyphen themselves as well? We do. We do get. I, I do get hyphen um, uh, questions from uh, just local hyphen young adults. Um, we don't really have an official role at their church per se, um, but yeah, I will ask if there is a hyphen leader at their church already um, to make that connection um, there. Um, but even if they're just asking for just a general conversation, we run into each other at HYC or anything. Yeah, let's let's have that. Have that conversation, but yeah, definitely working with any uh, youth or hyphen leadership and, and their pastor at their local church. Absolutely. Um, some one of the things that we talked about in the interview with uh, with uh, Brother Rivera was that it's so it's so interesting to see this growth of the hyphen hyphen concept itself, um, and to see <clears throat> people start to have hyphen pastors because. It's starting to be such a big thing that you have to delegate someone else to do it because the youth, especially for some bigger churches, the youth group becomes too large and too many age groups to to, mm-hmm. to bring together. You have so most churches, what you start at 12 or 13 youth. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say about that. And then you're group. mixing in 12 to 30 mm-hmm. or 12 to 25 year olds or whatever that is. You have you have so much yeah. going on. Eventually, you need to split that off and yeah. make sure those people are getting taken because I think like we talked about in the last interview is that a lot of times the older ones sort of get forgotten mm-hmm. and they don't have anyone to turn to for resources and mm-hmm. things like that. Events to go to, uh, you know, what to yeah. do. And we're going to talk about some more, some more stuff uh, that belongs to hyphen, like campus ministry going in the future mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like, and stuff like that. But you know, the hyphen leaders and the sectional directors is their job to, you know, give that, to give them that information. Right, and I think right, that's right, so important. Right, right. It's so cool to see that Absolutely. that development. And two, I think it's important to note too that every ministry in our hyphen ministry in every church isn't going to look the same the way it's made up. Um, so you know, there's comments I've I've gotten it's like, well, this church does it this way. Well, yeah, there's there's a church culture that that works. If that youth leader oversees both the youth and the hyphen, great. If they have an appointed hyphen leader, great. Um, well, if they're married, are they kicked out of hyphen? Well, no. But then again, it's up to the local church who defines that district wide. No, absolutely, if you're married, right? Um, uh, and you consider yourself a hyphen age, which can be anywhere from again, thirty, thirty five, even. Um, yeah. you could um definitely be defined as as a hyphen. Um, so yeah, you're going to have different definitions of what a hyphen is in the local church, um, district wide. Um, you can be married. Um, um, you can be under, under 35. Um, but again, there's a lot of flexibility in, mm-hmm. in that. So because one church has it organized this way, doesn't mean that your hyphen church and your church is going to be organized that way. Right. And I think it's so cool that we have now placed people in each section to, sort of give that guidance and that advice for uh, those who are wondering about this. Right. I, and I wouldn't say it's new, but it's still relatively fresh mm-hmm. for people to even understand this concept of hyphen. Right. And so, you know, in previous interviews, we talked about how hyphen is like, Log- as Logan defined it in one interview actually was uh, someone in between, in between yeah. that, <laughs> that established, yeah. right. That established church member who, has history there who has basically like a like a seat that they always sit in and they mm-hmm. have like you know what I mean? they have a, they have roots yeah. um and then bef- and then in between that would be uh you know the just kids you know who are just right. there because their parents go there and things like that um so yeah it's it's for those people who are kind of in between that like 
get it to the point where they are established. What do you, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, and how do you fit in? That's, so that's what I like. I do think just um, going going into the role of a hyphen in between, um, and kind of where it's going. I don't know if we'll touch on this later, but I love seeing the the growth of of a young adult. I think I was at a church recently, and I was looking at the involvement of uh, of their Easter program, and I was looking at, and every person involved, from the music to the drama to to the speaking, was a hyphen-aged uh, individual, and I loved seeing that. And it was an established church with a great history, but just to see that the the amount of of, of effort that went into it and, and the production, knowing that it was all done by hyphen-aged young adults, it just it just speaks volumes to the to the growth of, of a hyphen ministry, to the, uh, the the stability that it's getting, the foundation that it's building. So it, it's been a slow process, um, but it's it's definitely a growing process. Definitely. As I mentioned before um, in our uh, interview with Rivera is that where I'm from in Missouri, hyphen is not nearly as pronounced mm-hmm. as it is here on, mm-hmm. on the West Coast. Uh, of course, we try our best to. So, know, Cal, we're we're uh, we're trailblazers here. It's it, and it's interesting because I think it's the whole Cal- West Coast vibe, very <laughs> like very. I don't want to use the word progressive, but I think very forward thinking, mm-hmm. and noticing problems uh, early on and doing something about them, or trying to do something about them. Mm-hmm. Whereas some other you know regions might not even recognize that they're that they're losing kids between the ages of a. Uh, of 20 and mm-hmm. 25 or 30 because they have nothing to do or you know no re- they feel no responsibility no mm-hmm. you know no home you know what I'm saying because no one really caters to them so yeah, and I like how you touched on the the, the SoCal feel the, the culture here um, we have we got Hollywood in SoCal right it's, <laughs> it's the most probably densely <coughs> packed district maybe in an organization I don't know it could be wrong but um SoCal changes quick, and and SoCal in general, not just uh, the church, but just just in in society, the it is the leader. Um, even in politics, I think if, so. Where California goes, so goes the country, right? Definitely. Um, yeah. So so SoCal, we having to to invest in and and speak about the importance of of hyphen ministry and and the addressing these changes and. Um, that that society just brings in general. It's it's so important, so important. So it's only it's only um, it's only right or or expected that that SoCal hyphen ministry would SoCal in general would just be kind of the the leaders um, in in keeping with these these changes. Yeah, it's awesome to see, uh, especially coming from like I said, two different regions mm-hmm. or actually multiple regions in my case, and seeing the differences. Yeah. Um, and this is obviously not to bash one over the other or to you know point out weaknesses but it's like i see a difference mm-hmm. and i see right. a difference on difference on the emphasis of what what's deemed important mm-hmm. um and so that's awesome to see in california yeah um let's move on to the next question um within your time in this position mm-hmm. what have you seen so far in hyphen like what are the changes like when you started to now mm-hmm. like just getting involved in yeah. hyphen i think you we had touched on it a little bit what have to do with um the growth and also the the maturity. When I first got involved in hyphen, I remember when it first kicked off. I was probably in my early twenties, and I and I loved it. I was so excited about hyphen ministry. Um, um, for one, I felt it was geared towards me. I was a twenty-something who was going through a lot. Um, 
So finding something that I could latch on to a ministry where I felt as an in-betweener, I, I belonged, right? I was, I was too old for youth and I was too young for singles, I guess. <laughs> right. No. I, so, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, I love that there was, there was that launch in, in the organization as, as a whole, the United Pentecostal Church saw that there was a, a need for that. Um, so you're around for you were around for the beginning of it basically. I was I was oh, around for the awesome. beginning and I've, awesome. I've been involved ever since. And oh man! <laughs> it goes to show you know I've been uh, from the very beginning. Yeah, I got married as a hyphen, had a, you know had a kid as a hyphen. Oh man, so that's cool. I've, I've been involved and I and I I see its its value. There's that's definitely cool. A, that's valuable so cool. Ministry. Um, have you seen? Just in your, let's talk about your district because mm-hmm. that's, you know, this is where you, you grew, or you're, you're from here mostly, right? Most of your life is spent yeah. in Chula Vista? Chula Vista, yeah. Which is a San Diego area. Yeah, it's a suburb of, of, um, of San Diego. Mm-hmm. So San Diego being that main city with one, right, right. you know, 1.1 million population. Oh, uh, wow. Chula Vista being the second largest in the, in the region with, I think, 264,000 wow. population. So yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a larger of the cities right have you seen like i said in this specific region of yours of of california have you seen people what's the impact basically that that you've seen on local churches by introducing hyphen have you seen uh ministries created from this like what what have you seen like anything specific that you've seen uh even in the people that you know yeah. When they started hyphen at their church, how did it impact their church? How did it impact your church? What I what I like seeing um, is you know being around for a while, as I mentioned, is going back another year and still seeing that person there, right? That hyphen young adult who hasn't become that statistic who who fell off, you know. Yeah. So it just lets me know about that. There's some grounding that's that's happening. There's some that, some roots that are getting deeper in that and that person's um that person's life and that's kind of where um in my local church how it kind of started um you know you see that 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 tapering off of souls after they're 18 you know they no longer have that i guess obligation you know you have some 18 year olds who have like well i'm 18 now i can right. do whatever do i want, I want. Yep. suddenly yeah. i have all this wisdom because yeah. i'm 18 right that's not that's not the case right there's there's some growth some some in-betweening stuff that that happens um so, so I love seeing that there is some some coming back, right? So, what I like seeing in local local churches is is hyphen um, young adults getting getting involved, um, getting connected, and and staying. You know, they're 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 being good. They're being faithful to to their local church, to their pastor. They're getting involved. They're leading ministries. Um, and like I mentioned before, I love seeing. Um, the hyphens just kind of lead it out. I love seeing, you know, a hyphen collective, that music team, how it's became such a, um, such a force, I guess, um, in, in what's, uh, you know, opted. Let's use hyphen collective for worship at camp meeting. Let's use them for that. So that, mm-hmm. that ministry, seeing that, that grounding and seeing that people come back involved is, is important, is very important. And, and you touched on the, the future of, of hyphen ministry so now you have this grounding right and i see this in my local church you have that that grounding of those collected um uh hyphens right they're 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 solid they're 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 committed right you they're at the core and you know they're going to be okay in christ right um but now we focused internal and looked for focus external way 
All right, let's look outwards. Now let's do the evangelism portion. We, we've kept our own. We, they're grounded. They're not becoming a statistic. But now let's, let's look outward. Now let's start focusing on the evangelism portion. Let's focus on the, the, the campus ministries. Let's focus on all those ministries that look outward on, on reaching um, you know, those 26 million souls in Southern California. And that's where I like to see the, the direction of, of SoCal going. And that's where we're already shifting is looking in that outward focus where we have these, these solid young adults who, who are grounded in, in, in doctrine, who are grounded in ministry, know what it means to be committed to the cause of, uh, of Christ. But now let's focus on, on the outward and get, and get um, lost souls in here. Campus ministry being a vital portion, being a vital part of that, of that goal. And especially as, you know, the time is, is, it's an indication of the times we're living in that it's very possible that these are the end times. And, you know, it's so important to, to yes, now focus on others. And that's mm-hmm. the theme in our church is others this year. Mm-hmm. And so we took some time at the beginning of the year to make sure that everyone was solidified in their positions and their ministry in church. So we did a whole, like, personality assessment Oh, yeah. People were able to find like my dad. <laughs> my dad did that. He was able to. We were able to find like what ministry you fit mm-hmm. in, what what should you stay in, what should you get out of, uh, and what sh- what should you invest more time in. Right. And once we did that, and we did some internal soul searching, now we're looking out towards you know the external, like you said, the others uh, mm-hmm. going in the community. Uh, just this Saturday, we did like a like a, a trash cleanup, mm-hmm. just to let people feel our presence there. Right. Uh, so they know that there's something going on. Right. And, you know, once you start to make those connections in the community, people will start trying to mm-hmm. see what that's about. Yeah. And you don't even, I mean, obviously you want to go out and do the evangelism thing. But if you just exemplify Christ in your life, people will be drawn to you. Mm-hmm. And you won't even have to go out and, and grab them literally and get them. They'll just be attracted to you. Right. And I think that in the case of Hyphen, the fact that Hyphen itself has added another layer to ministry for mm-hmm. the UPCI. Right. People are able to, so instead of going to a youth event and having nothing to do with a hyphen, mm-hmm. now you go to a hyphen event and now maybe you're ushering or maybe you're helping be, yeah. uh, you know, someone who's yeah. helping with the preacher or, or, or maybe you're up there singing, maybe you're playing yeah. drums. Um, and I think that it's so, it's, it's awesome yeah, to, I mean, to see that. How you touched on all these roles, you touched on ushering and, and music we talked about earlier. Um, but there's so many roles in in the church, being part of the, the, the body of Christ. There's so many um, roles to fulfill, right? Even now in this generation, right? Social media, that's a huge one, right? Content creation, that's a huge one, right? Definitely. So there's so many... I, I feel that pressure. <laughs> <laughs> there's so uh, many ministries now than there were, I would say, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Definitely, um, definitely. That, that need to be um, fulfilled. So for any hyphen out there who feels that they don't have a... A role or a ministry um, you touched on to you know finding out your spiritual gift you know where do I fit best in the body of Christ or what role do I play um, there's definitely tools that we could use that are out there to help you find that role um, um, but definitely there's there's always a place um, everywhere you look there's a work to be done um, so I think if I hear that excuse where I don't know where I fit in or there's nothing for me to do it's kind of like well Really, there's always, there's always <laughs> something for someone to do. See me, <laughs> right? I have some jobs that I could delegate to you, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Um, man, that's awesome. Um, yeah. so that's that was the last question. Really, was mm-hmm. what direction are yeah. you, you know, are you expecting yeah. hyphen to go in? Um, I think um touching too. I think on the the the, the spiritual aspect, the spiritual growth of a, of a hyphen. Why why would I even get involved in hyphen? 
as a first place? Why why did I accept this role of being a hyphen leader? Why am I on this team, right? Because um, this point, this this hyphen age is, is so critical, right? We've touched on it last year. This hyphen is, is these hyphen ages, these young adults, they are the church of, of today, right? They are Definitely. extremely talented. They're extremely creative. Um, you know, at this day and age, they have their... <laughs> There's so many, um, there's so many things to do, right? We have so many tools at our at our disposal um, to to move the gospel forward, um, and I'm thinking that that that's so vital. How, how I touched in my own personal life, like why get involved? Why? Because I see that importance in a young adult, right? A um, little bit of, of my testimony um, as a I think it was 22 ish, 23 ish. Um, I was I was um, <laughs> I it, something went on in my life in a sense where I, I I I had this mindset I was kind of captured in this thought where I thought you know I, I'm going to hell. So for a year and a half, maybe two years, I went to church with this mindset, knowing that hey, I'm I'm going to hell because it was kind of a sin I had did in my in my past, right? And even though God God forgave me, I felt He did. There was still kind of that that shame that just kind of sat on me, right? And um and. It, just having that thought and then too in, in church these these thoughts that just kind of went in my head i couldn't concentrate on the sermon because i i didn't know what school i was going to go to i don't know what job i wanted to go to i don't know what ministry i i i um i fit in so it's just kind of like knowing all these kind of these struggles that are happening with with um these the the young adults the the pressures right mm-hmm. of of what to do or how i'm going to do it and 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 these pressures I feel from from looking at social media and the expectations that I'm, I'm setting on myself, and it, it it can be tough as a as a young adult, and um, you're trying to grow and, and find your place. You know, I just remember a, a, a Bible verse, uh, God speaking to me um, in John eleven, uh, John eight eleven, um, story of the the harlot. <laughs> Jesus uh, tells her, she said. Um, no man, Lord, and Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee, go and, and sin no more. So that verse right there just kind of gave me a bunch of freedom, right? So when I felt free from condemnation, I didn't feel, uh, you know, God gave me the opportunity to, to, to get to grace, right? After feeling condemned, like I was going to hell for, for a year and a half. Um, I, I say that, and I'm telling that, that, that story right now, because even in that, I, I kept going to church because there was that hope. Right. I knew that God um, is not going going to leave me, but still I felt like for whatever reason it was. So whatever lie I was believing at the time that I was going to hell. And, I, and I'm telling you that that there is there is um there's a hope. Keep being faithful to your church. Keep keep going. Um, and I pray that you get um, that freedom, that answer you're you're looking for, young adult who's listening. Um, that 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 keep going to church keep being involved. Don't, don't give up for whatever you're, you're not going through. Get grounded. Um, and God's going to live you. God's going to free you. He did it to me. And I'm just telling you that, that there is, that there's hope. That there's hope. I just think it's funny how, um, we, we talk about how, you know, I got married, I had a kid, but everything within that was all in that, that hyphen age, right? As a hyphen, I lived through all my big moments, right? But um, as a twenty-something, I went through the very first uh, national hyphen tour, and it was in um, in Orange County. And I will say right now that 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 hyphen conference it it changed my life. 
and it's it's you know we go to a lot of events right but that one is definitely a a landmark in in my life um brother um uh brother richard brown um he spoke and he talked about um about about self-esteem you know i think it's it's if we don't have a healthy self-esteem as a child it's going to follow us um for our life uh if we don't if we don't we don't handle those issues and brother brown uh, preached about that uh, that spoke to me regarding self-esteem but it was dr um dr I think his name's james little i know it's little but i don't know if his name is james but he spoke this message and just some highlights and he talked about how in this day and age you know we're always encouraged to think outside the box right but no his message was about staying in in the box um, that we're we're told as 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 young adults, even as kids, that um, that we can be anything we want to be. Um, he said that that's a lie, <laughs> in the sense where he's like, you know, you can't be a mom. That's true. As as a male, I can't be a mom. He said it's true that white men can't jump. <laughs> There's lots of things that you can't do, um, but we can do everything that he has called us to do. Right. Um, so if we were to just deconstruct that saying of getting out of the box, he's he's really just saying is is stay in the box. And he uses um, Psalms chapter sixteen verses five through nine. Uh, the Lord is my portion, um, is a portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines or boundaries are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. So get um, um, talking about that in our lives where we're, we're trying to find out where we're at and we need to think about where God has has placed us. Where are we at right now? Your lines have fallen you on a good place. Your boundaries where God's put you, that is a good place. Glorify God. Give God, give God all the praise for, for where you are at. And that's just a snippet of kind of what he talked about. But that caught my attention because we're told so often to just um, go out and you can be anything you want to be. You know, think outside the box. Be be insanely different. But 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 no, your lines have fallen you. Where has God put you at where God has put you whether you feel stuck or whether you feel like God what am I what am I doing here why am I at at the church why am I not in you know where I'm supposed to be why did I just flunk out last semester why what is going on why am I not getting the job that I'm supposed to get after I got out of college why am I not getting all this well your lines have fallen you on a good place so where God has put you glorify him worship him give him praise and and he and he's gonna place you where you need to be to finally where you're at, you're gonna be like, oh okay, I get it, I get it. Now I know why God, God, God had me where um, he had me. Yeah, that's so important. Um, Cause like it's like we t- just got done talking about before. It's like this whole age range of people who are trying to figure out where they are, you know, and or, or what they're supposed to do, and even. When we did the interview with uh, Pastor Rivera, he was just like, you know, find a find something to do in the church, you know, find like what you're good at, find the things that you uh, that that you belong to 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 be doing, and and I think that's so important because mm-hmm. like I said, a lot of people like I know people in my own life who have walked out of church at this age because they didn't feel like they they no longer felt like they belong. You know how when you were a kid, like when you're in youth. Like there was always a youth event or there was always like something to do. Like 
devotions or whatever it was. There was it was always so organized that you were able to just go to these events, go down to the altar, blah blah blah, rinse, lather, repeat the whole the whole thing. But once you get into this age range, mm-hmm. it's a little more your own choice and mm-hmm. a little more of your own responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so, I think you got to get in where you fit in and then go from there. I, that's just so important for. For people our age, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and one more aspect he touched on, continuing on, on that box where you're at. And I wish, um, maybe I'll make it available. If I'll give that link to you, I have the message, and I'll and I'll give that to Brother Carly, um, Leon, and um, make it available to you. But some aspect to you, you know, that the first person in Scripture um, to have the Spirit upon him, he was actually an engineer. Um, in Exodus chapter 31, his name was Bezalel, and he was a, a brick baker to to a metallurgist. At that time, God said, um, I have a work for you. He's telling Bezalel this. It's going to be by my plan and my design, but you can't do it unless my spirit is upon you. That dream you have is impossible unless God aids you because God will always call you beyond your capabilities. If you feel capable to do your own dream, then you have way too high of an opinion of yourself or you don't have a high enough opinion of who God is. Wow. God's destiny is beyond your capability. For Israel, they were slaves, rejects, they were homeless. They lived for 40 years on free lunch. And though there's too many Pentecostals that are desiring to live in the handout land and provision land when God has a destiny for you. And it's, and it's high time we stop praying about more money or, or better, better jobs. It's time to start praying, Lord, what is your purpose? What is your design? Why am I here? What are you doing with my life? The Bible says, um, seek, ye first, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven of heaven and his righteousness and all that stuff will be added to you. And all that stuff that Matthew chapter six, verse 33 lists, it's a stuff that we pray about most, a place to live, things to wear, food to eat. So if we do an autopsy on our prayer list, um, we're going to find some primarily things that are supposed to follow you, not stuff that you're supposed to pursue. So just thinking about those things and where God has you, uh, that place, those lines, that you're at it it's it, it, it shown me this message that changed my life at a hyphen tour um at a hyphen conference this is just a plug that you need to go to these events because these messages are going to change your life um it, it showed me an appreciation for my boundaries it showed me a, a, an appreciation for for my pastor and what he set up uh for me it showed me an, an appreciation about why i'm i am where i'm at um if you think about sometimes we feel so constrained at times where if you just take limits off, we just did this better, we can do this. If we just did that better, if we didn't have so many restrictions on us, we right, would be good. Right. But if you think about, he gives this example of like a bullet, right? You think about a bullet, right? You put it in the chamber and, and, and you shoot it, right? What's going on in that chamber as it's being so um, constricted, there's so much force behind it, so tight where it just goes go straight out that's the pressure that just shoots it out right if you think about a shotgun the longer the barrel look how look how powerful that bullet is right you look at a sharpshooter um who's who's aiming at something uh, you know you know 500 yards away that's that's a long barrel right mm-hmm. so that there's a lot of constriction that's going on on that bullet where you're just being shot out so you think about your life i guess even that you're just being molded um to, to go the distance right you're not out right. the chamber yet right. but but I'm a bullet, <laughs> a weird example. Um, but that's just, it puts things in perspective about where you're growing 
in 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 your box as as a Christian, as a young adult, as a as a as a growing minister. Um, um, think about those constrictions, those those constrictions, those those boundaries that you're in. They're fallen on you, and they're they're good. So while you're in that bullet chamber, or you're in your box, your boundaries. Give God praise. Give God praise. And we said all that to say that that God has a plan for you. Yeah. So. Yes, he does. Man, that's awesome. Um, there is hope. Like you just got done saying there's if if you I think the important thing is that you kept going and that you didn't give up because it's so easy when there are so many things vying for our time and our attention in this world. So many things like there's so much on social media, so much in this life. The fact that we live in California, there's so much to do. Yeah. Every weekend you can find something to do. Um, and if you commit to focusing on God and his kingdom and your ministry, mm-hmm. I think that as a hyphen will will be one of the things that ground you and keep you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, be, be, be wise. You know, when you when you use social media, I think it's kind of what's been um, it's been what are the kind of those, those irkings. And me, where you just kind of like scroll through, right? And you just kind of shake your head or something like that. Um, but yeah, right. just just be wise with social media. It's not it's not reality. There's there's um, <laughs> what do they call? It? I think Brother Mike Gonzalez said that social media is just kind of like your highlight reel of of life. Um, but it, but yeah, hyphen ministry is so valuable. Um, the, those listening, it's 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 there's so many opportunities to get involved. Um, um, Visit our, our any of our social media pages where you can get you connected with a uh, uh, your sectional Let's your sectional plug leader. Mm-hmm. So all the section pages are, are what S two or S three or whatever whatever the number is hyphen. Am I correct? I think it's um, yes, that is correct. Okay, so whatever section you're in, S whatever section you're in, then hyphen, and you can find. Uh, so much information on there on upcoming events, and if you DM that page, it's very likely you can luckily you can get the person uh, running the page. It's most likely uh, the the uh, representative or director of that um, section. Mm-hmm. If yeah. not, it's someone who can get you connected to them. Yeah. Um, Even to I think it can be intimidating to starting a hyphen ministry. You say the word hyphen, what's that? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's a hyphen? Well, it's a young adult ministry. Right. Um, well, it's, you know, young adult, well, anywhere between 18 and 30 something, right? Right, right. So, um, there's definitely resources. There's definitely a generation that needs, that needs to hear this. That needs to hear the Acts 238 message. Definitely. And, uh, if you can be the person that's a light to someone on your college or at your job, cause I know like at my, my old church, we had college and career age. And <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was, that was a class, um. You go to on Sunday for, for uh, for uh, what do they call that? Sunday school. Yes, yeah, Sunday school. <laughs> that exactly. Yeah, and that just didn't seem to quite cover it. Yeah. Uh, for me at least, mm-hmm. uh, because I, um, I was in that group right before I left, and then when I came here and I saw the, the focus and, on you know people in that age range, mm-hmm. it just it opened up my eyes to a lot more. Um, right. And I think it just it did. It helped me. Uh, I'm. Everybody knows if you're listening. Uh, I'm one of the the sectional representatives as well, and it's been awesome. I've only done this for a few months, and it's been so great so far. And I hope to continue doing, you know, great things and getting people to 
get get them information and get them you know resources to to start something or to do something yeah even with it's even if it's like a campus ministry mm-hmm. or a hyphen group or you know something like that mm-hmm. so I think it t- too there's always these hybrids when you think of of campus ministry someone's probably thinking about um um, you know, heading into one of the larger classrooms on the campus and you're having a full-on service. That's one aspect right, right. Of, of what it could be. But sure, campus ministry, another example of that is is hosting college students in your own house for a Bible study. So let's not get trapped of this expectation of what a campus ministry um, is. Um, it's reaching out to, to local um, campuses, whether it be a community college or a state university, uh, I don't know, uh, a religious university in the right, area, right. It, it's reaching out to those that, that age, those college students. Um, a lot of them are away from home. Um, so when they're looking at campuses, when, you know, larger universities, um, invite them over for, for dinner, even. When's the last time they had a hot meal? It's not from a right. cafeteria in right, the state university, right? Yeah. So there's, there's different methods. So again, don't, let's not get locked into this uh view of what uh your hyphen ministry should should look like do what works for your church right and two when looking at campus ministry um um, let's let's not when you're starting out let's not look at these um think you have to have you know 50 college students in one room uh, immediately um god's gonna god's gonna god's gonna do his thing god's gonna do his thing so let's not um let's not box got out because we our expectations aren't aren't being um met but yeah just want to share that That's awesome. <laughs> just getting one person to hear the message of god or, right. or you know and then it, you can build on that that's that's an important thing um man thank you so much i earlier i'll tell you guys this earlier he was worried about you know the the time limit he wasn't sure if we could, dude we we, we filled it oh, perfectly oh, okay it was great um, yeah. cause like I said, whenever we do these, we want to just feel like a conversation. Right. And I feel like that's how it went. It oh, went really good, well. Good, good. Um, thank you for being on. Uh, and we thank you guys for listening. Uh, go ahead and, and drop your Instagram or your Facebook, whatever you're oh. comfortable with. Oh, it's, um, um, any of them, um, Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. I feel like Twitter is dying out, but it's still one of my, slowly. <laughs> it's still my favorite. It's like, what, what's happening? I feel like I'm aging myself I, I when I know. say Twitter. I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, MKEBG22. M K E V. What is it? M K E K E V G two two. That's Got Instagram. It. I'm sure if you just search Michael Garcia, it's a very popular name, so you might not get. Make sure you're following the right Michael. Right. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, brother. Um, and we will see you guys le- next time. Hey, it's Mike Garcia. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SoCal-Hyphen.